Holy Spirit, uh, engage our hearts this morning so that we may understand uh, Luke chapter 1 in our current life journey. Uh, Continually remind us that we belong to you alone. Uh, Father, uh, wake up our dormant souls so that we may seek to be completely satisfied by your presence. Uh, Help us to listen to your voice. After discerning your voice, help us to also obey consistently. Uh, Let us serve our neighbors generously as a Samaritan. Uh, When distracted by our own agendas, help us to stop and pray. If we are not hungering for you right now, then we're either too full and overweight with consuming our own worldly values or have lost the appetite to seek your spiritual nourishment. Uh, Starve us of anything that feeds us into our old self and help us to regain our new selves by consuming your good word. Uh, We need your good nourishment for our souls this morning so that we may go into the world ready and fit to do your work as uh, faithful priests and emissaries of your good news. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yesterday, we saw Angel Gabriel breaking good news to Zachariah that his wife Elizabeth will have a son finally, and their son will be named John, and he will be truly Great blessings of a gracious God with so much joy to many people, as name, as his name, John, implies. Now let us find out how Zechariah responded to the uh, great news. So let's read Luke chapter 1, verse 18 to 25. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I'm an old man and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I've been sent to speak to you and tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came up, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them, but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. I can imagine the disappointment of Angel Gabriel at the doubt and almost unbelief of Zachariah. If I were angel of God and I brought the God's gracious good news to someone who's been praying desperately for a long time for such an important thing like an heir or son, I'd be so excited for the job of delivering good news. And don't you, you know, don't you love to, you know, deliver good news to someone who desperately need it? And then, you know, I would expect a joyful, grateful response. Instead, Gabriel got the response of a damp, damp doubt, soggy skepticism. 
Zachariah's doubt to God's revelation was almost offensive to Gabriel. Look at the way Gabriel replied to Zachariah. Verse 19, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. I've been sent to speak to you and tell you this good news three times. He was defending himself. I am Gabriel. You know I am angel of God. I'm not here to crack a joke with you, Zachariah, but convey God's gracious message to you. And you telling me that I'm saying a nonsense or lying to you? Are you serious? I'm sent to speak the good news, to God, good news of God to you by God, and you don't believe me? I am disappointed in you, Zachariah, and I'm going to help you face and overcome your unbelief. You will be temporarily mute until my message comes true that you have son from God. So Gabriel made Zachariah mute for his doubt and unbelief. Now, in this first part of the story, let's look at the disappointing response of Zachariah. Why did he doubt God's promise and answer to his prayer? If you look at his word in verse 18, you find the source of his unbelief, that is, his perspective. Zachariah totally sinked in or entrenched his perspective and he would not come out of his perspective. Three times, Zachariah said, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man. My wife. I, I, my. I am an old man. My wife is already in post-menopause stage. Zachariah was judging God's promise with his perspective. Zachariah's belief was result of his boxed-in mentality. And we must recognize here that Zachariah's unbelief was unexcused here. Because, first of all, he was a priest. And he knew biblical stories. And especially the several stories of God's miracles of conceptions with a barren woman such as Sarah, Rebecca, and Hannah. Bible is full of miracle babies. And second of all, he was in the temple. And today he was seeing an angel of God who called him by his name and knew his prayer. Zachariah was not talking to a human messenger, but a divine messenger from God, who appeared to him supernaturally all of a sudden in the holy place of the temple, in this supernatural and sacred space. Zachariah was still insisting is a human perspective along with its limitations and stipulations. Here we must learn an important faith lesson from Zachariah as a failure. Zachariah was a priest, a professional clergy, and a, faith, yet, and a faithful follower of God's word for his life. Yet, he had a hard time to believe when God was about to do a great miracle through him. You know, God's miracle is always challenging and intimidating to us because it calls us out of our boxed-in mentality. God's grace and miracle is not about our abilities and power, but all about God's power. 
Once again, what we bring to God's gracious miracle is our availability, not our abilities. So be available and open to God when God calls you. He will do the rest. Don't ask too much, but be available and watch what an almighty God does with such a love and care for each one of us. The second part of today's story is Zachariah became a mute. It was a sign of God's revelation to him about the coming miracle, as well as a reminder of his unbelief and doubt. While this was unnecessary, but added because of his doubt, I don't think it was all punitive. Actually, I see a God's sense of humor here. I see a little bit of a divine comedy, as a medieval poet Dante called Our Journey with God. Why did God make Zachariah a mute out of all other possible signs or disabilities? You know, God could make him temporarily blind like he did with the soul of Tarsus. So imagine if you're Zachariah, when he came home, that he had to explain God's revelation to his wife Elizabeth that they would have a baby. And in order to have a baby, they have to make a baby, you know, together. And they are old. You know, when he mentioned for, quote, conjugal relationship, can you picture the look on Elizabeth's face? You know, I bet Elizabeth will probably say, what happened to you, honey? You became a strange and very touch, touchy after going to the temple. You know, are you holy or H-O-R-N-Y? I cannot even say in this uh, morning, uh, uh, morning devotion. Where do you get this uh, lay libido? You know, Elizabeth felt. <laughs> and and uh, Zachariah couldn't say. He couldn't say. He just had to do it. I think, you know, God is a humorous. God has a real sense of humor. Well, the third and the final part of today's story is Elizabeth's confession of joy and gratitude. Verse 24, after this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. And then she said, the Lord has done this for me. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. The last statement, Elizabeth was quoting the very words of Sarah from Genesis chapter 30, verse 23. God has taken away my disgrace. The Sarah, wife of Abraham, who also suffered the, the, the shame and disgrace and pain of infertility. And finally, when she was delivered, she praised God. And today, Elizabeth does the same. Not only God vindicated Sarah and Elizabeth from disgrace and disgrace of infertility and unfruitful life, but also with the laughter. Yes, Dante was right. At the end of our faith journey with God, we all will laugh with the tears of joy. 
It will be a divine comedy. We will be the last one to laugh and praise God. Just as God removed the disgrace from Zechariah and Elizabeth through the gift of their son, John the Baptist, God also removes every disgrace from every one of us and all of us through the gift of His one and only Son, Jesus Christ. So, brothers and sisters, let us make ourselves available and open to God and His prompting today. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, though we are not faithful, you are always faithful. Though we doubt and falter in our steps, you never hesitate, but lead us with love and power. Help us to hear what we hear from your Son and our Savior Jesus Christ today. In the most challenging and comforting name of Christ child, we pray. Amen.